All right. Mike checks all around. Hello there. Hello from the Bruce. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yang. Hello, future people, and you're listening to episode nine of Getting Tabled with your host, the Bruce. Hello from mysterious Australia. And we have Captain Socks. Yep, I'm back again, uh, and I will be back here. Uh, and uh, so thank you all. So that makes this the first time since episode one we've had the full crew. Woohoo! That is true. That is true, that is true it, actually. It, 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 insert random applause. Yay! All right. Well, let, let's sit down and uh, drink the pre-made ma- margaritas and uh, get to doing a podcast. Podcasting is good. That opening sequence needs to be added so that it says Yanks now, by the way. Yeah, I know. There is, there is two of us now, George. Yeah, I More did frequently. write that. I edited the art like months ago. Yeah, I know. I just I got to pull the sound file up. So, and uh, yeah, figure out which one and how fast and yeah. So, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll get that changed. Uh, not not right now, but <laughs> um, big big thanks to uh, the groups that still continues to allow us to share the links to our content and and whatnot for for listeners. Um, should we get into some news? Because it looks like we got quite a bit of news. A lot of news for tonight. Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. First up on the news, TT releases more terrain that can be used to shed tears about war being good for absolutely nothing. Because war, what is it good for? <sighs> absolutely nothing. Oh, hey, that looks really good. Yeah, I know, right? It's also really... It's actually quite cheap, too. Um, it's all modular. You can put it together however you want. They've deliberately they've deliberately designed it so that you can use it with the way the rules are supposed to work because um, it's all about the modular moving everything around. And Speaking of which, for anybody that is still building their terrain... Don't follow the instructions in the box. They're wrong. Um, there's things that they tell you to do, which means that you can't move stuff. Go onto YouTube and have a look. There's videos that tell you what to do so that it's all modular. Are we talking about the uh, the Palisade walls or the uh, derelict uh, enclave? No, I'm talking about the stuff from GW. The the instructions from GW. No, we're not like ones in kill. We're not looking. We're not. We're not looking at that. We're looking at the TT combat stuff right now. No, Bruce, you're getting ahead of us. No, I changed topic slightly. I said for <laughs> anyone that's still building the G-Dub stuff, don't follow the instructions that come with the rules. They're wrong. Well, I'm not talking about the G-Dub stuff yet. I'm still talking about the TT combat stuff because it looks good. Um, uh, yeah, it looks do you amazing. have it up, Captain? Yeah, I do have it up. And I, I do like the, the, the derelict-looking... Uh, castle walls there and the palisades they do look pretty cool um, to the point that you could almost use them for any type of medieval or D&D type oh, yeah, scenario sure. um, yeah I'm a big do, fan of do, both of these sets do we have a price on the derelict enclave oh the whole kit comes at only 20 pounds 
Yeah. Never mind. I answer rocks. my own question. Yeah, um, the Palisade Wolves are only ten dollars, so that one's even cheaper. Ten pounds. Sorry, ten pounds. And then so that's, like, that's like and fifty US like, dollars. Yeah. And uh, what was what is that? Eighty uh, Australian dollars. Uh, um, yeah, but I, it's around forty-five dollar reduce. All right, Bruce. I think we can move on to your what you're saying for the GW now. Uh, it, I already kind of said it. Basically, for anyone that is using the stuff that comes in the starter set from Warcry, don't follow the instructions on how to build the terrain because it tells you how to build it in a very specific way. And if you follow those instructions, you will not be able to use it modular like the game is supposed to work. Go to YouTube. Do a search for it. There's three or four different sources that show you how to do it properly and which parts of the instructions to ignore. It's just a FYI. Uh, at this point, most people have probably built it. I received mine this week, so I, I will be doing mine at some stage in the next few weeks. It's not going to happen immediately, unfortunately. Well, and I clicked on the link, and I about crapped my pants. Uh, it's a link to some uh, pre-orders that are available uh, through uh, Games Workshop, including the Primaris Librarian and Phobos Armor. That's to do with the cloak that everyone was, you know, doing the top hat with. And I crapped myself because it said $55. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold the... <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's delivering to the other side of the world that's upside down. Yes, I've shared the Australian link to you because... It was That's, more the model was releasing that was the important part. Well, you get to look at how much we get ripped up. Well, I can always do that just by saying, "Oh, it's going to Australia." I just never do because, yeah, uh, it's thirty-five US dollars, so that's a little. But the tactical war suit was like a hundred something. Good lord, um, Games Workshop, make it easier for Australians to play this game, please. That's that's just not right. The $55 models are actually pretty close to what you guys are being charged. Um, but, yeah, I have a feeling. They're 35 here in the U.S., so. Yeah, which is 5160-something, so it's about right. Oh, is it? Um, what I'm a little upset about, uh, I don't see any of the uh, snipers. I want more of those Primaris snipers. Don't we already have Primaris snipers? They were in the Shadow Sphere box where you get the the Phobos armor uh, captain and um, uh, librarian. The snipers were in that kit because the, the the cloak the librarian has is the same cloak that the uh, snipers have that uh, make them harder to hit. And then the snipers have some sick ammunition that ignores crap. Like you can just sh shoot in a straight line, uh, ignoring terrain in the way with with uh, primary sniper. By the way, I take back my comment about that price being fair. I just checked the UK price. Oh, I don't want to know now. Um, but yeah, look, this this week we're getting what they're calling a tactical warsuit. I'm glad they're not calling it a dreadnought because it's not a dreadnought. Uh, it's basically the thing from Aliens, but but in a special suit. Actually, no, it's a uh, it's a ripoff of the Playmobil uh, toy. Playmobil toy. As oh yeah, the alien. No, no, Playmobil. Uh, it's like um, hang on a second. I'm lost too, Bruce. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm massively lost. Through the powers of editing, there it is. 
Okay, here we go. And we'll do this. Go check your Facebook messengers, eh? Oh, hey, I was looking at the right brand. It's the it's the I'm totally not Lego stuff. Oh, wow, that really does look a lot like it. Right? Hey, this thing transforms. No, I'm sorry. Spesh means get ripped off. This one transforms. It's much. Right, right. And, and look, this one's only $15. It so, also looks so. significantly cheaper. Like, look at all the gaps in the. It looks really cheap. And I'm not saying anything. What, the, the Playmobil thing? Yeah, the Playmobil is like all hollowed out. It looks it's like a, it's a third It's party. a toy for ages 6 to 12. Well, yes, that is fair. But it's scary how much this looks. So it's we're talking about, if you want to Google it, it's Playmobil Top Agents. Uh, there doesn't seem to Robot be... with transforming function. Ah, yes, there we go. TECs. Um, yeah, it turns into a war suit, and, and then it kind of kneels down and is supposed to be a car, and then it kind of falls backwards and is a car, a car in a different way. Um, but yeah, so it's Lego meets Transformers, which is interesting. Except Pretty much like the cheap Transformers that you get from the dollar store. Yeah. So, anyways, I saw that on Facebook, and I and I had to keep a mental note of that of like you know, uh, yeah. Hey. So, um, more stuff. Uh, weird games. This is more your uh, neck of the woods, Bruce. Why don't you talk about? That? Yeah, weird games have more stuff coming out for their third edition. Um, in August, we're getting the first half of the releases for the individual faction books, which is new for the game. In the past, they'd always just been in one rule book. Uh, but because all of the factions have heaps of models now, uh, they're releasing books for each faction, which has all of the individual rules uh, for, like, your gob uh, not your goblins, uh, your gremlins, and so on and so forth. Um... There's some new box sets coming out as well, uh, most of which are re-releases uh, or new versions of old box sets because there's certain characters that have been killed in the meta and so forth. Uh, but it continues to roll out. Um, games are starting to get played in my area. I haven't had a chance to play it at this point um, just because there's been way too many other stuff going and I've been in the league for Wild West Exodus. So, Yeah. Alrighty. Well, next up on the list, uh, we have a request to talk about impact. Uh, it's a what? What is what is this impact thing? Okay, Something so our good impact, friend Michelle, uh, aka Thunderboy, in the Drop Universe is, is trying to do. It's a it's a it's a tournament. Um, they've had to find a new venue, which it, it is costing more money. So they're trying to run a Kickstarter to get support to have this tournament. Uh, if you know more about there, Bruce, uh, jump in. Yeah, so the event's supposed to be taking place next year. Uh, it's not just a, it, it's a full-on wargaming event. Um, so it's not going to just be Drop Fleet. There will be other things as well. Um, but because the new event, the new event location is much larger it therefore comes with a lot of other prices for them to do um, this is like the big thing for his neck of the woods and it kind of is a if we don't get this done it can't happen type thing um so we we have had people that's jumped in i, I actually have there is no way 
in the world that I'm ever getting there, but I've just jumped in to help out. You can't um, hair track that far? No, no. I, I mean, I'd try to swim, but by the time I get there, I'd be dead. Um, at point of recording, there is nine days left to go. Um, I don't know exactly how long we'll have left when this goes live. That's well, b- b- based on the timeliness of this, I'm going to try to get the, this up tomorrow, yeah. the uh, 18th, our 18th, not your 18th of uh, yeah. August. So give us much. It's got a 4,000 European goal, which is certainly, it's very reachable. Uh, it's just a matter of getting the word out there and getting more people to actually see it. Uh, they've got a couple of sponsors on board. Um, there's talk on the Kickstarter about what they are going to be getting done. Um, so have a look. If you're in that neck of the woods, then you really need to support this because you're not going to get an event otherwise. Um, otherwise, hey, let's try and get something on for our friends on the other side of the world. And and for Europe, which you know that's a, that's a lot of people in a, a small area, and this is a this is a big event for for that part of the world. Yeah, and it's a non-profit organization too. This isn't a matter of um, some big company trying to do it. This is literally literally people from the community trying to run the event themselves um, because it's in a part of the world that doesn't get a lot of attention sometimes. For sure. Um, next, uh, oh, uh, you want to talk about the corrections there on the uh, the Marvel uh, stuff thingy that we were kind of uh, excited about, Bruce? Yeah. That um, apparently Captain Socks and I can't talk correctly. Nope. Um, it's not so much that you can't talk correctly. Um, information came out that made certain things more clear that you guys didn't know about at the time of recording. Um, the main thing I wanted to talk about was the actual scale of the game is 40 mil, not 28. So the models are going to be larger than what we were suggesting. Um, for anybody that might have played Night Models Batman game slash DC game, that was 35 mil. So it's within the same sort of territory that that was, uh, but slightly bigger, um, better. No, I'm kidding. Um, future releases at this point are being kept hush hush. Um, the main reason for that is because everything has to be approved by Disney for obvious reasons. It's a large conglomerate and it needs to be ticked off by their legal department and so on and so forth before they can announce them because otherwise they'll be in a situation where they've said, hey, this is coming and then it ends up looking different than what they've showed off. So at that point, at this particular point in time, we don't know any more than the Hulk, Modoc, the Matt, the Terrain and obviously the Corset. So, if, if you need any further um, idea of 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 just how how big uh, Disney is, um, if you're familiar with Epic Rap Bells of History, there's a very good one between Stan Lee and Jim Henson, where uh, Walt Disney shows up and just you know burns them all. <laughs> well, he owns them, I suppose. Yeah. Well, no, he does. He, he owns when when they made that epic rap battle. You know, Disney had acquired Marvel, of course owned Henson Studios. Funny thing is, Disney through point A to point B to C to D to E, whatever, to the conglomeration of Disney owns the YouTube channel that makes Epic Rap Battles as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you should check it out. It's it's a pretty good one. Uh, and it's kind of funny because, you know, Walt Disney's like, in fact, I own this show too. And it's like, I, I remember I saw a meme. Uh, it was a, a picture of the Enterprise with like a Star Destroyer chasing it, and they were like, "Best caption wins." And the best caption was, 
Sulu or you know Max Power Sulu or something like that before Disney acquires us. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty uh, correct there because they've got ESPN, they've got Fox News now or Fox Fox Broadcasting, Fox Broadcasting, they've got ABC, they've got so many others out there. Disney Mar- or Star Wars, Marvel. Pretty soon they're going to be the the monopoly of the entertainment industry. Oh, they've been the monopoly for a good couple of decades at this point. But, I, yes, I, I would um, say they have a monopoly. Bigger. Yeah, the, the, there's just a couple of uh, holdout companies that are still managing to be successful and and stay independent of the the Disney um, me- Megasaurus. Yeah, uh, Captain Socks. Speaking of cool. speaking of Disney and who owns what, uh, yeah. yeah. So so there's some new stuff that's just been announced for uh, Star Wars Legion: The Core uh, Rules. Uh, just recently at Gen Con a few weeks ago. Uh, but it's officially on the Fantasy Flight's website. Uh, they've announced Count Dooku uh, as a new commander for the Separatist Army. They've also announced Captain Rex as a clone commander for the clone army. They've also announced uh, the B-2 battle droids as a new trooper unit and Phase 2 uh, clones as a new trooper unit for the, for the clone army. But then they also announced two he- new heavy units, the AAT Trade, Fe- Trade Federation battle tank and the, what's the last one? On. Scroll them down. The oh, TX-130 yeah. Saber class fighter tank. Um, I am very excited for the Clone Wars to come out later next month, but I'm especially excited to see these two new heavy tanks that are coming out because uh, I was hoping these would come out for the droids and the Separatists, or the, the clones, and lo and behold, they are. So uh, I just got two, $225 in store credit from selling some stuff at a local game store, so I think this is what it's going all into. I've got a fun fact for you there, Captain Sox. What's that? Uh, Star Wars, uh, 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 episode two, where uh, Dooku is uh, introduced. In Brazil, his name is not Dooku, it's Dukan. Do you know why? No, I do not. Dooku in the Brazilian language means poo. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. They should have kept it. Darth Poo! (laughs) Or, Or Count Poo! Uh, looking at that clone Captain Rex, you can actually build him with or without the helmet. Yes. So, and that's the actor that's in the the 360 there. They've captured his likeness quite well. It's yes, they have. Oh, he, he was only cloned a few thousand times, so, I mean, capturing his yeah. likeness is pretty easy. It's pretty easy, yeah. But you can also do that with uh, the, the trooper uh, set as well. You can... Uh, decided to do the, the little squad leader with with or without his helmet um they've also announced a four upgrade uh expansions uh for the f- four primary uh trooper sets for the all four factions which adds new weapon new heavy weapon type as well as some new sculpts uh for the the trooper uh primary trooper core units as well so they've they've announced a lot of stuff for legion over the last few weeks uh, as gen con has rolled out so it's getting exciting for uh, for all you players out there that play Legion. Quick question. So I don't know if you answered this at some point or other there, uh, Captain Sox, because Bill, no, this this is this is your bread and butter. What scale is this skin? Is this a twenty five or is it slightly bigger? It's twenty eight mil. Twenty. Okay, so slightly larger than forty k. Yes. So with current no, size creep, forty k is twenty eight too. But that's well, in no, quotation no, marks because no, it's actually yeah. about thirty. Well, yeah, with with current size creep that's going on with Primaris, yeah. 
No, it's oh, yeah, always yeah, yeah. been slightly higher. Um, they call it 28 mil. Um, you're getting confused Heroic. with the base sizes. Right, yeah. Yeah, correct. 28 mil heroic, which is a 28 mil, but it's slightly increased in size, just not by much. But yeah, Legion is more uh, 28 mil. Um, I mean, we, you and I discussed this quite a bit in our debut episode. Um, and I'm still, we also talked about it before we started. Um, I'm still loving everything to do with the droids, like just everything that's coming out for them. Um, if they release the Gungans, I don't care how much hate I get for it. I will be buying everything they release. Um, partially because I'm a bit of a troll that way. Um, but also, I actually like the race of the Gungans. The Gungans as a race were really cool. It was only Jar Jar that was an Yeah, I was going to say, Jar Jar Binks is the only jack-off that ruined that, that species. Everyone else was just like, you know, they were a warrior race. You know, they would stand up. Jar Jar Binks was just so clumsy he couldn't even stand up. Yeah. So yeah, I would. I, I think player community out there wants to see the Gungans out there, especially with the droid army building out as much as they are. Uh, so I can only see it happening potentially in the future, especially with how many factions they now have for uh, for X Wing itself. Um, yes, the, for Armada they are still adding some of the uh, expanded universe in terms of shipping ships for the for the two base factions. But I can see them starting to go back into the Clone War uh, era as well for Armada here in the future as well. There's probably no chance that they'll ever hear this, but hypothetically, if Fantasy Flight are listening, I have a challenge for you. When you introduce Jar Jar, because let's be honest, you will, if you're doing the Gungans, I challenge you to somehow make his clumsiness part of the rules in a way that works. So in the battle, yeah. marking up actually helped them win the battle to some extent, but that could very easily go the other way. I think that it actually make. I think that could be fun. So, am I reading this? Oh, 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 oh no! I am reading that wrong. Okay, so, so uh, it looks like the the heroes, quote unquote, you know, Dooku and um, uh, Rex, they're uh, thirteen bucks each, approximately US dollars. Yeah. Okay. okay. That that that's, that's pretty reasonably priced for a uh, uh, a single model, not you know, single mini with 30. all the, the cards and tokens. Yeah, all the cards and tokens you're gonna get that you're gonna need for uh, to be able to play those. Yeah, they're not they're not that bad price. They've done his lightsaber really nicely. They've even got the curve in the hilt. Yeah, the movie had. Uh, that that was his calling card. You know, he had the he had the ergonomic lightsaber. Actually, I heard it was based off because of the character the the guy that they cast to play Christopher Duke. Lee. Christopher yeah, Lee. Yeah, he actually. Sorry, my fault, George. Christopher Lee. He actually did uh, sword fighting, and that was the model of, of Hilt that he preferred when he actually fenced uh, in real life. So they kind yeah. of modeled his saber off of that. If you don't know the legendary status of Christopher Lee, and I'm not just talking about his acting, but the amount of things that that man achieved during his lifetime, spend a good few hours. The guy had a heavy metal album. The guy was in World War II. The guy corrected the director Bruce, of the I'm, Lord of the I'm Rings. Gonna, I'm going to stop you there real quick. Not only was he in World War II, he was in World War II serving in the British SAS. Not just World I War know. II, SAS. 
And yes, I know, he, that's what I was alluding to. He he told Peter Jackson that yeah, that's not what it sounds like when someone gets stabbed in the back. Peter Jackson replied to that statement of, "I don't want to know how you know that." Uh, he also read the uh, Lord of the Rings tri- trilogy once a year as well, so he he didn't need any uh, coaching on how to play uh, Saruman. No, and he was perfect for the role too. As much as that's not the role he auditioned for, he was perfect yeah. for that. Yep. Anyways, off to hobby time. Uh, off to oh hey, I gotta wake up my alarm. Well, not wake it up, but turn the screensaver off. Off to that thing called uh, hobby. Time. Stream, Hulu, Prime, Paint. Bruce. Um, I haven't had a lot of chance to do much, to be honest. As I alluded to earlier, I um have finally got my Warcry starter set. Uh, it's still in the shrink wrap, sitting at home on my bed. I'm currently on the other side of Melbourne, about an hour away from home, looking after a friend's house and pets. So I haven't really had much of a chance to do a lot. Um, I did have another game of Wild West Exodus, which we'll talk about later. Wait, wait, Um, can I get you to repeat something? You're in the same city, but you're an hour away from where you live. Yes, so I'm in the western suburbs. Oh, that makes me vomit. I'm sorry. That that just makes me vomit. (laughs) From when George George is, what, 20 minutes across town? You're uh, on the other side of town there, George? No, uh, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> I live in Melbourne. It's not a small city. It may not be New. It may not be New York, but it's not a small. Bruce, there's thirty thousand people in the entire city. There's forty five thousand in the entire county. <laughs> there, there, there's not even a million people in the entire in state. But my state is bigger than the, all of the United Kingdom. So, just in Melbourne, we have 4.936 million as of 2000. <laughs> so, that's going to be well over 5 million at this point. All right. So, Bruce hasn't had much time for hobby time because he's uh, house sitting. What about you, George? Uh, well, I, I sent a photo to Bruce. Um, I. I don't know if I sent it to getting tabled the chat. Um, oh, actually, um, I, I got my last paint in so I can finally finish working on my uh, Iron Knight uh, Wolf Titan. Uh, I, uh, my last paint finally came in. I only ordered it back in February. It's about time. Yeah, a little bit. Um, no, I sent it to you, Bruce. I, I need to kind of refer back to the photo so I can Are you referring uh, accurately to describe your fired. So I have, so I currently have two uh, of the the dragons and a squad of Volkite, uh, not yeah, Volkite berserkers assembled, paint stripping off ready to paint. I also have the uh, little uh, uh, fire lord and his little uh, posse. Uh, I currently have sitting in the cellophane three boxes of Volkite berserkers, two boxes of Hearthguard, which is the Ark Hearthguard or Hearthguard berserkers, and a Battlesmith Grimwrath of the. Grimwrath Berserker and Arc Rune Master ready to be assembled. Hopefully, within the next year or so, I should have two more boxes of Hearthguard as well. So, my Fire Slayer army is more than uh, well on the way. So, I have too much to paint with the Star of the Dark Angels from a Shadow Spear, which hopefully those uh, more snipers get released because I want more snipers. Uh, 
all these fire slayers and then the uh, older army I recently discovered in my house and the last few things I have to pay for space wolves and Stormcast Eternals. Uh, all my drop fleet and drop zone commander and oh, uh, my regular dwarves now known as dispossessed for uh, Age of Sigmar. So um, what's George going to be doing for a while? Well, trying to figure out where to start. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to try to finish off the space wolves uh, then probably do the fire slayers, at least get them built and start priming them so I can at least start playing with them. Uh, hopefully finish off Stormcast Trolls. I don't know what I'm going to... I've got an Eldar army now. I didn't... And my, my store has an, uh, an Apocalypse box of Eldar just sitting there calling my name that would completely round out an Eldar army for me. But then I have this Dark Angels army that I you know, said, oh, I'm going to do these as Dark Angels. And I haven't done Jack with them. And I've got all the paint with, for them to start painting them. And I'm just like, ah. Also, they're about to get a new release too. So they're getting FML. new rules. Yeah. Um, the, the only reason, yeah. So, so I don't know if I've mentioned this before. So I have Space Wolves. I have a pretty decent Space Wolf army with Wolf and Thunderwolf Calfrey. You know, just... And if you actually know me, it's like, okay, yeah, Space Wolves. That's a good choice for George for an army. Only reason why I'm doing Dark Angels is because there's the stratagem of the Lion and the Wolf. And because why not? Why, why not is the number one trap in this hall. Yeah. Or, oh, I can do this army for real cheap. That That's, that's, that's the biggest lie we tell ourselves. Yes, I know yes. I haven't painted all of these models yet, but those ones are really pretty, and I reckon if I buy those, they'll motivate me to finish everything out. Uh, Captain Socks, have you done any hobby in your uh, hobby closet? Yeah, yeah, my little hobby closet? No, I've I'm finally pulled out all my paints to see which ones are good, which ones are bad, and the need to be replaced after being in storage for a year. Well, not only really storage, but away from my loving care. Uh, so I'll be getting through those this week. I thought I was going to have some time this, these past couple weeks, but kids' schools uh, schedules got in the way, and uh, with open open house at the schools and stuff like that. So uh, I think I should. Have I would some... have been able to get some painting done if it weren't for you, darn kids and your yeah. dog. Hey, I don't have any dogs, so uh, shut up there, George. The Scooby Doo reference. I know that, but. Uh, I, I, I hope to uh, get some uh, Legion painted here soon because that's primarily what I will be playing here, I think. I found a good group of guys, about six guys that play Legion uh, at the local game store. But eventually I get through my uh, drop zone and drop fleet stuff finished as well. And in reality, I, I have enough dogs for all of us. So That's okay. All of us. You can keep them. I'm currently looking after two cats and a bunny. That's it? Yeah. Two cats and a bunny? Yep. We have six dogs and a cat. I'm good with I'm my good five, with kids. five kids. I'm good oh, with having a bird. And Captain Socks. <laughs> three of those dogs outweigh all of your kids combined. Probably. The, the, the small, my sons are. Yeah, the, the small one's uh, 80 pounds, so or 90 pounds. 80 pounds. Yeah, she's 80 pounds. Yeah, I don't think my 11-year-old is, weighs more than 80 pounds. He's, he's a stick, and I was too at that age. My 12-year-old 60, so... Yeah, it's about the same boat. So, Captain Socks. Yes, Bruce? Out of, out of all of those paints there, what percentage of them are Citadel paint? 0.01% are Citadel paint. 
What? Oh, nice. So most what? of your paint survived then? Most likely. What, 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 what paint do you mainly use, uh, manufacturer? Vallejo. So, so in eyedroppers. So yeah, they've probably survived that. Yeah, there's a good chance. Very, very good chance. I just got to go through them and, and make sure. I'm sorry to hate on on the Citadel paint line. Their paints are lovely, but everybody knows what those pots are designed to do. They are designed to fail. So yeah, no, for sure. Um, like yeah, there there's certain. Um, there's a gold I use. It's got a red tint to it. I absolutely love it. That's why it's the the gold for my space holes because it's so beautiful. And then when you wash it with nolan oil, it's just it's it's perfect. And this is the old it, gold, right? Uh, no. Uh, or is it powers of editing? Nolan oil is the only Citadel paint that I own. Well, that's not paint. That's a. It's wash. not really paint. So uh, if you want to consider paint. I don't have any paint at Citadel. Nobody owns Nuln Oil. They just spill it over the table. I have not spilled any Nuln Oil ever. Neither have I, but I did do it to the brown accidentally. Gehenna's Gold. That is the gold that I use on my space walls. Yeah, so that's the old one. Yeah. Um, so, well, the great thing about it is it's one of those golds where you can do complete coverage in one and a half thin coats it's not like i don't know what what it is i've got a one gold i just i cannot stand it it's absolutely um but the the gehenna's gold it just it covers so nice and it has that slight red tinge to it and then when you put nolan oil over it it gives it a very brassy coppery look yeah which is good um Metallics-wise, I generally use the Air Vallejo stuff almost exclusively uh, because it works through the airbrush and it works through a paintbrush really, really well. Um, it's been a while since I've touched anything outside of those lines because I just have no need to. Yeah, I've been wanting to use a, start getting more and using more of the uh, Scale 75 paints because they just look fantastic. And the fact that, you know... I can spend 30 bucks and get the uh, this entire series of red paints, which includes some orange and yellow, to do many, many effects with just one little kit of paint. Yeah, I got the uh, the black and white, and there's so many colors in there. There's an off-white, there's some a, a gray, a black and white, obviously. I mean, they're eyedroppers. I, I was a little disappointed because it's like, oh, you can use it in an airbrush. And find out you had to... Thin the heck out of it and mix it with you know flow improvement and stuff like that to airbrush with it, but yeah. Um, I do have some GW paints. All of mine have been moved across to dropper bottles. Um, I will continue to buy them and do that. Uh, I refuse to use their pots, just point blank at this point, um, because they just don't survive. Uh, in in if it's summer, they'll be lucky to last. They'll be lucky. Bruce, to last Bruce, I just realized something. Where are you at on your uh, Korean hobby fur? Uh, it's got to wait till I have another payday. Fair enough. Um, yeah, because there's actually one thing. Because looking at it, it looks like I can mostly interchange it with my hobby zone stuff that I've got. And I'm I'm really interested in getting the one pullout drawer thing that holds like the, the 36 mil pots because that's the same size as GW stuff. 
and I've got several GW paints that I, I don't have up on the rack for easy access because they're the seldom used ones. But I would I would get that and, and use that to, you know, provide access to them more easily. But they're always out of stock. So that's something I'm trying to do for yeah. my little hobby closet, too, is get some little shelves up there for all my paints. Yeah, so um, it's been a it's been a hard week for me, hobby wise. But um, I mean, I could bring stuff over and then build it here, but then I've got to somehow get it home without it breaking in the bag on the back of the motorbike, and I just don't trust that to happen. Yeah, I mean, have, having a motorbike is 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 a distinct disadvantage for this hobby. Yep, that's why I've moved across to a magnet bag thingy because it has my name don't. Magnets don't slide. Magnets don't fall apart as easy. No, well, I've had the foam for a while, but vibration still seems to get through. So far, so in my game that, again, we're going to talk about shortly, I had two that broke, and none of them had anything to do with my bag. It was because my tape measure got stuck to it, and then they fell off the tape measure. Oh, well, that sounds terrible. It's a hard life. Shall we move on to game talk? Talk nerdy to me. Let's play the right bumper, folks. Cheers, George. Talk nerdy to me. Let's play it twice. Whoa, Talk what the heck? Okay. <laughs> it was stuck on a loop there. How did that even happen? George is having problems with his computer. No, George is uh, ha- having a bunch of uh, pre-mixed margarita, and it's uh, I haven't eaten anything today. There's a problem with his computer, and it's the loose nut between the keyboard and the seat. No, I'm having a picnic. Problem in chair, not in computer. Yes, you were the loose nut. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so I had another game of Wild West Exodus as part of the Fortnite League. And would you guys like to guess how, how this week went, as, as opposed to my last? Wrote some Bruce ones. rolled bruises and lost. Horrible. Oh, Br- Bruce lost. Bruce lost really badly. Um, have a guess what round I survived. One. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I got a better one, Captain Sox. A one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest lasted longer than you did. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, by the end of the first round, I had nothing left. <laughs> oh, actually, no, that's not entirely true. I had like five models left, but at that point, they literally couldn't do anything. Um, I could not hold any objectives. I had nothing left that was going to be strong enough to be able to swing it. I had one troop. Um, my heroes were all on the verge of death. Um, I think I had four models left. And he had he had two things that had died. I got decimated. And yes, dice were partially responsible, but that wasn't the it just didn't work. My plan fell apart entirely. So not only did your dice bruise you, but you bruised yourself. Something like that. So I was having a game with my uh, warrior nation, and the guy I was playing with is actually fairly new to the game. So he didn't have a lot of models. So he borrowed a lot of models to, from me to kind of make up the rest of the points in his list because it was either that or we were going to play a starter set again. 
Um, and I was like, oh, I have all these extra models. Just make sure that you don't forget what's what. And it worked. Um, he had this giant-ass snake that totally wasn't a moose. Um, and he had two squads of just mercenary-type dudes that totally weren't Native Americans. Um, and so on and so forth. I tried to take his guys out. My guys just... I'd taken a list that was very numbers-heavy. Um, it just didn't really work the way that I wanted to. Uh, I think I'm going to go back to a more elite way of doing it next game. Um, he had a lot more re-rolls that he could use. Or, um, fortune that he could use for re-rolls and stuff if he wanted to. Um, he had like... I want to say he had eight and I had five, something like that. Um, it, it really didn't go well. Um, I had a couple of moments that were cool, but then the person that was cool died immediately after. So, yeah. So <clears throat> Bruce is being Bruce and having issues playing. Um, I unfortunately have not had any playing. Uh, I had an opportunity to play today, but other things happened. But Dead on my FLGS, there was an apocalypse game going, and I was assuming they were using the new APOC rules, and I was sadly dis- – well, I could have taken my Space Wolves, but my uh, Iron Wolf is also in no um, uh, condition to play right now because it's all disassembled for for painting. So, like, the feet aren't even attached um, to a base. So, yeah. Um, Actually, that that's kind of what happened with my two broken models. The two broken models are designed in a way that only half of the foot is connected to the base because they're in like a running pose, and that always ends well with miniatures. Um, I'm going to have to um, pin them somehow, but I'm not even sure that it's big enough to be able to do that. Uh, I'm sure there's... Oh, I just remembered something. Um, I'll have to to find the link, but uh, I got that pin vice in that I I found for like 12 bucks. Lots of small, small bits. Like we're talking like three human hairs. It seems like I haven't, I haven't messed around with them any, but yeah, um, it, it's a nice little. The, the pin vice itself is nice, so I completely space that. I was trying to pin my crute to their bases, or, or drilling them ready to to pin them uh, a couple of weeks ago. And as I was drilling through one, my one millimeter drill bit snapped and went flying across the room. No idea where it went. It didn't hit me and it didn't hit the TV. So uh, waiting for my new one to arrive because I decided to buy a cheap one and not pay for an expensive one when it's going to break anyway. Yeah, drill bits, I don't know. It's one of the, like, if, if it's a very common size, like magnet you're doing for like mag- magnetizing or like, you know, basing and stuff like that. Get a good, robust one because you're going to be using that one a lot. But if you're doing something like drilling bolter barrels out or something like that, don't spend a lot of money. At one mil, it's likely going to snap anyway. So that's why I kind of just got – I got 10 really cheap one for $1 from eBay. Have you uh, been able to get any games in or you just found people to game with there, Captain? So I actually got a game in of uh, Star Wars Legion last night. Uh, played a 800-point game, which is the standard game. Um, played with so, Rebels. 
Ahead, so uh, answer a- answer me this real quick. So you said standard game, eight hundred points. How many? How many? How many guys is that? Because I'm not familiar with the game, so I'm just looking for yep. a little light. So I had Luke Skywalker as my commander. I had Chewie Chewbacca as my operative. So kind of a special ops, uh, but he's also kind of a commander at the same time. Uh, not really though. I had four squads of rebel troopers with uh, four to five uh, un- uh, figurines per squad, uh, and then I had a ATRT light clone walker with a laser cannon on on, on there to uh, help with uh, heavier units, and then I had a uh, pretty much the the speed that we see in Episode uh, Four: New Hope with Skywalker running around on Tatooine. I had a uh, one of those type of spears. Fully loaded with a rocket launcher and a couple of blasters. Um, played really well. My opponent, he's learning the game. Um, he's only played for a few weeks. Uh, he played Empire. He had two ATSCs. He had uh, Director Krennic from uh, Rogue One as his commander, and then four squads of stormtroopers. Uh, that was pretty much his whole lowdown. Uh, I was able to capture two of the objective points and earn points on turns four, uh, earn victory points on turns two and four, and then uh, double that again on turn six, which is the end of the game. Um, I was able to flank both of his ATSTs with uh, my speeder that had the rocket launcher as well as my uh, ATRT that had the laser cannon that's good at taking out uh, armored units. Uh, and then Luke Skywalker also went up there and beat the heck out of another ATST with his lightsaber, chopped it down. Uh, the one thing I do have is my opponent has not read the rule book. He's adamant about not reading the rule book because he's adamant about learning the games by playing the games. And I want to know what your thoughts are on that. Depends well, on so, how you learn. Some people just yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I will read a rule book, though. Uh, but it doesn't really sink in for me until I'm doing it um, because it's the actions that I learn from personally, not the reading. I am the same way. Like I can read the rules, get a base concept, but it really doesn't sink in until I'm actually doing it. So now if I, if I, if I heard correctly, cause you, you talked a little quick there for a second. So you're, you're talking about 800 points is about 20 to 25 models. Yeah, roughly. Okay, so not not a huge model count or anything. So it's not like you know some people who play uh what uh what's that uh Skaven you know where you have to have like five billion rats in, rat. in, in order to have like you know a hundred, and that's that's only in a hundred point game, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, own Skaven. So I'm not I'm not totally upset with him not reading the rules, but yeah, I'm the same way too. I'll read through the rules and then as I play the game, I'll, I'll solidify that, but. There were some times I'm just having to explain some stuff to him, and he was like, "Oh, if if he would have read through the rules at least once, he would have known about the keywords and how the keywords actually work." Because each weapon has different keywords, and, and they're very fantasy flights is kind of nitpicky on on how they do their keywords for weapons and stuff like that. And reading those rule rules and how the keywords, each of the keywords work, is is kind of important for the, their type of games that they if you're going to play them. Yeah. To me, it almost oh, sounds yeah. like keywords are becoming like, you know, the tap symbol for Banch of the Gathering. It's, you know, it's very important. It's the very core of the game on how things work. You know, like yep. things with this keyword get this, you know, bonus. Yep. yep. 
See, like I said, I'm kind of the same in like when it comes to learning the game, that comes for me as I'm playing. But in saying that, there's a difference between how you learn and point blank refusing. Um, And I don't know if this guy listens or not. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to call you lazy. Um, Hey, maybe the guy just hasn't brought the rule book because he can't afford it or something, but like point blank refusing to read the rules is lazy. It doesn't matter how you read. Uh, You can actually download the whole PDF rules as a reference from for free for the, from from the website. I, I will say this. I did play a blind ter- double tournament earlier this year without having actually completely fully reading the rules for the new 8th edition of 40K. I just went off the basic knowledge I had from playing 40K for since 3rd edition and whatever other editions I played it in. So, I mean... Not a lot has changed. There have been some changes. There have been a lot, some simplifications and everything. And, and so I'll say this. So eighth edition rules. I, I really haven't fully read them for 40K, but I can more than get by playing game because I have knowledge experience from previous editions of the rules. Well, this is a new game, no previous editions. So you got to start somewhere, dude. You got to pick up the rule book. You got to read it. You got to get some idea of what's going on then you can just, you know, neglect reading the rules on next editions because you have somewhat of an idea. To clarify my original statement, if whoever we're talking about has a problem with reading and this would be some way, this would be a way that someone would hide that if they weren't willing to openly talk about it, then I would track my statement. Um, But if they are just choosing not to read it because they don't want to read it, um, then I return to my original statement. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to bash him either, but a lot of the key words that some of the units have aren't explained on the actual card. So you have to go into the rules reference and actually read how each of those keywords work. And unless you're going to read through them at least once and get a better understanding, it's going to be hard to understand how that, and that's, and that came up. He, he didn't understand how a keyword that allows you to upgrade regular hits to critical hits worked when you're rolling your entire dice roll. And if you read that, in the rules reference, he would have understood that that's available as an option. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna jump into this topic subject here real quick. Then, uh, and this this is gonna tie into what Captain Socks and I talked about last episode of you know using gaming to build relationships to build you know uh, work cohesion. To what extent are you going to? be forgiving on a lack of knowledge to help someone learn how to play, to increase a gamer base, to increase, you know, you know, someone's enjoyment and, and, and attract and pull them into the hobby at your own personal time and effort to, you know, take the time to teach them. Oh, I was trying to teach him throughout the entire game. Like I said, he's only played for a few weeks. And so I was trying to, I, I pulled out the rule book and I was like, Hey, look, here's, here's how this mechanic works so you have a better understanding. Uh, so I'm doing my best. I don't know how well he took that. I don't know if he took it the wrong way when I was in the, we were in the middle of, of playing the game. But I, and I hope not because uh, I would love to see him come back. We've got six players there, which is outstanding for our little community that we have out here. Uh, so I'm 
I'm doing my doing my best, and I, I have to agree with you, George, that you can't push too hard, but at the same time, you, you it's hard. Yeah, I kind of fit fit with Captain Socks. I mean, I'm more than willing to sit down and help somebody learn. I'll be the first one to put my, put up my hand and say it's probably not my strength, though, uh, when it comes to teaching people how to play stuff. Um, but I, I'm more than happy to help people learn how to play a game uh, help someone else show people how to play a game. Um, I'm more than happy to be flexible in that way. Like I said, I even lent some guys some models so that we could play the game properly. Um, but th- 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 there's a line where if you want to play something, y- you need to kind of step up to some extent as well, uh, or at least where you're able to. I mean, to be fair, he's been playing for a matter of weeks at this point. Um, so... Some of it's probably you're not going to learn a game that quickly anyway. No, but if you if you play with the right people, uh, if you have a, a good supportive community, then everybody in that community should be stepping up to try to teach new people. Um, because if you're not doing that, you're not going to have anybody to play with. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm not going to drop out any names or anything, but I, I, I've known some people where, you know, they've been very interested in playing games. They love playing the games and financially they can't buy armies. And so they will use other armies, you know, like borrowing from people like you've allowed people to do Bruce, which if you got multiple armies and you're okay with that, that's great. You know, it's, you know, helping someone enjoy the game. Um, but in a lot of cases, you know, he would use, you know, other models and constantly proxy everything up into the point of everything was a proxy of something else. And there wasn't an actual mini of anything on the table. And half the game was spent trying to keep track of what his models were representing. Yeah. And, and I, could, I could see that in the first, you know, couple games and stuff like that. But beyond that, you know, it's I mean. Don't get me wrong, you know, if someone wants to learn, play the game, have fun, great, you know, no problem. But at what point does it become too much of a hassle of like, okay, dude, seriously, you, you got to do something to to make this easier for me because I can't keep track of, you know, your mothership is actually a, you know, Leonidas, you know, every, every turn. The yeah. other problem yeah. with that is, and I'm not, I'm not accusing whoever this is of doing this. I'm only saying that I know that it's happened is that if you're proxying everything, it's very easy to take advantage of the fact that somebody doesn't know what you're playing with. Uh, Like super easy. I know people that have done it. Um, And finance is always going to be one of those tricky ones because look, if you want to be into something and you can, you can't afford to buy everything. Um, I mean, when we were setting up the league, one of the first questions I asked, because most of the people playing Wild West Exodus in our area have only gotten into it recently, like, how would we feel about people proxying stuff? Uh, and I was like, yeah, like within reason, it should be fine. But we were talking, in the example that we were using here, we were he had like 480 points legit, uh, and he was going to have to proxy everything else. So if everything else was Space Marines then like th- there was there's a line there where it's like is it really st- i mean you're, you're kind of um and that's why i lent him stuff because i just felt that it was it looked better than playing with completely third-party stuff um i mean whilst finances is always a tricky one i think that if you're going to be playing something long term 
there should be an effort made. That I mean, if you're making proxy stuff, you need to do something to make it easier. Um, that might mean that you can't use that one army for everything that you want to play, but you kind of need to do something. It becomes unfair on your opponent otherwise. There are some people that would refuse to play under those circumstances entirely. Um, I have been tempted for a very long time to use my Mars Attacks miniatures as something in 40K, and the only reason I haven't is because I can't figure out how to do it. Um, But there would be people that would refuse to play against an army like that unless I did something to make it clear what they were. And I don't think that's an unfair expectation. Alrighty, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, th- this is not by man by any means the cheapest of hobbies. I mean, I stopped playing Magic the Gathering because it was getting too expensive, and I got back in the tabletop gaming. Yep. Yes, I, I I've licked windows and eaten crayons. Sure, I get that. Um, but but at some point, you know, for for the enjoyment of the game, for the people you're playing games with and whatnot. You know, you you do have to make that consideration of, you know, I, I need to do something, figure out an army, or do something to where you know the stuff I'm loose proxying is is similar to, and it's not like a completely different army, or you know, just the colors are off, or it's just this one thing, you know. And I get that, but you know, and, and I will try to make as much effort as I can because you know I, I'm in a situation where it's like, oh hey, I need this. I can't buy it this week, but I'm going to buy three units of it next week, and then I'll have it. You know, not everyone can do that. You know, and 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 I will do what I can to accommodate some people. You know, I, I've got several Sigmar armies. I mean, one of the ones not listed is a Night Haunt. Technically, that's my son's. But if someone wants to use it, you know, it's like, well, I'm the one that paid for it. So, yeah, sorry, kid. You know, someone's going to use your army for the time being. <laughs> I think that's fair. I mean, th- there's stories that you get where, um, like, people will turn up with, like, th- they've got their full army, uh, but I don't have a Dreadnought. I really want to use a ca- Dreadnought, so I'm going to represent it with this with this can for now until I can afford to buy one. And over a game or two, that's fine. Uh, in that particular case, it's probably about the right size. If anything, it's probably a bit larger, which means they have a disadvantage. Um, um, if it's if it's but, the premier dreadnought, it's actually roughly about the same height. Yeah, the standard one it wouldn't be though. No, um, standard one would be. But the, if you were to do that with an entire army, that's not okay. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. what we're trying to lean at, lean at. Um, no, no if, I will. If you I will say if someone says scratch build an army, then you need to do it in a way that's fair to the people you're playing against. I will also say too, if someone's like, "Hey, I'm going to proxy this army up to see if I want to drop, you know, eight hundred dollars on it." Yeah, sure, we can do that because that makes me choke that you're going to drop eight hundred dollars to start a new army, and just because of reason A. But you want to, you know, do this first before you allow reason A to take hold and you drop eight hundred dollars. I get that. We can do that a couple of times. <laughs> Yeah, and look, there's certain things that you need to save up for. Um, and something may look cool, but it may not work very well on the game. And hey, you know what? Maybe you do want to save that 60 bucks and not buy it. For sure. Alrighty. Well, we're going to do this real here, right here real. If I can get the bumper to play. 
Yanking the Bruce. Oh, it's been a while since we've done this. And I just Googled this right now because, you know, what? it's been a while. We have to do this. So, Bruce, what do you think are, you know, when I say oldest games out there, what, what, what are some of the oldest games you can think of? Uh, chess would be one of them, uh, but that's actually based on an older game that used to get played with pebbles and stuff. Um, tabletop miniatures wise probably leads back that far as well. Um, tabletop miniatures, well, I don't know about tabletop miniatures, but yeah, yeah anyway, okay, go ahead. Well, with representative, you could, if you trace it back far enough, you could argue that tabletop miniatures comes from chess, is what I'm saying. Uh, it depends on how abstract you want to go, though. Okay, so, so do, you, do you think chess is one of the older games? Do you think there's a game older than chess? Um, yes, because chess is actually based on a game that came before it. Um, I want to say that the earliest evidence of tabletop games, off the top of my head, so I've actually looked at this at some point, because there was, there was something found recently that showed that it was older than we thought that it was because we thought that it was Roman times. And then we found something that came from, I want to say Asia that was older. It might've been Europe though. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. So, so, so you're on the, the right path here. So if I were to say, which is older chess or checkers, which one would you? Uh, checkers. And if I were to say checkers, was older than say approximately a thousand years. Would you say that's um yes, I think it'd easily be older than that. We'll, we'll, we'll let you give this this is the question right here. Is it a thousand years older? What was it a couple hundred? I mean let's be we yeah can't. no it's easily older than a thousand years. What, what what would you say a thousand years, two thousand years? No, I reckon oh. I reckon it'd be going close to 2,000, but I don't think it'd go that far. <clears throat> Checkers is approximately 2,800 2, years older than chess, dating back to uh, around uh, been around since 3,000 BC, whereas modern chess as we know it is around 200, uh, sorry, 50 BC to 200 AD. Okay, so it, 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 is, it is older. Um, but yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, ch checkers is a simpler game for starters, so it makes sense on that point. But so th there is actually it'd be interesting if we could find out how the game itself yeah. changed play one. Th there's actually an older game. Uh, I, I I'm fairly certain it's older just based off the the culture and whatnot. Do you know the game that's older? Um, Marjo. No, go. Is it in the card game? No, as in the little tile pebble game. Yes, the 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 tile like pebble game. What you talked about. Yes. Like where if you join things to oh you join things together and if you surround it then they become your color and stuff. Yep, yep, yeah. That is go is one of the first first known games that we we have recorded history of. I don't have that information here handy of how old go actually is. But Go does predate Checkers even, so. So is Go the same as Reversi or not? 
I don't know what you're talking about when you say reversi. I will say Go is similar to Othello, which, which was, was a popular board game in the 80s-ish when I was a Okay. Reversi is what I was referring to. Um, I don't think I've actually played Go. So in Reversi, you have white and black tiles, which is sort of the same. So let's say you're playing black and I'm playing white, and you have a line of three blacks, and then I have my white on the other side. I can then place a white so that I'm surrounding both sides of your line, and then your blacks all become whites. And basically the winner is the person that ends up having all of their own tiles. Sounds very similar to the Othello, but I think Go is slightly different in some. I've never yeah. played Go myself, but it's the, the, there's a played Go. Yeah, it's a very simple game to learn and a very difficult game to master because there's certain things you can and can't do, um, and whatnot. I sent you a link in um, uh, 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 Facebook there, Bruce. Uh, but just off the quick thing, the game was invented in China more than 2,500 uh, years ago. Uh, and it's it's believed to be the oldest board game continuously played to the present. So On the they don't have that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like I said, because of culture, it goes back quite a ways. And it's like I'm fairly certain that just this little uh, the, this little bit right here, uh, it's older than that even. Yeah, I'll have to look into this. I've definitely never played it. Uh, Go is one of those very simple games where it's like all you need is some, you know, two different color stones and a grid, and you can play Go. It's it's so simple. It's t- to play. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's quite literally. I, I'd say the only thing easier is say tic tac toe because you can just write that stuff down. Yeah, tic tac toe is really easy. Or knots and crosses for the other side of the. World. Knots and crosses for those uh, who either one didn't kick out the, the the British overlords or were not a penal colony of the British overlords. It's nice to have yanking the bruise back. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, any party fo- thoughts for the folks? Uh, do we have any stuff coming up? I still need to make a bumper for that for upcoming events, actually. So, yeah, you do. I've been working so much on this. No. I'm I've, I'm still fighting with the uh, the Google not Google um, the iTunes uh, rejections. I, I I still can't figure out what the heck they want us to do to uh, to you know say hey we're we're not spam we're an actual podcast we have eight episodes uploaded soon to be nine yeah. right um, soon to be nine it's, yeah. it's worth noting that we're not the only ones that's been having trouble with that. Somebody from oh, really? the Marvel oh, really? Crisis Protocol uh, mentioned that they'd been having trouble with that. And without saying who I was from, I kind of mentioned, yeah, there's actually quite a few people that are. Um, so it's not just us. There's something going on there. Um, Interesting. Well, now I don't feel so bad. Yeah. Um, but I still don't. It's been months at this point. I don't understand why. But they're just not listening at all. They just won't come to the party. We never had any of this problem with Hot LZ. No, I, I, I had Hot LZ up in, uh, in the iTunes store in three days. Farewell, Captain. Yeah, we're going to take off, guys. It's been fun. Uh, so catch you all later. Good evening, Captain. Captain had to drop out because there's a thunderstorm in his area and he wants to 
drop before it causes damage. Wants to preserve his electronics. Yep. Important I get that. Damage. All right, do we have any upcoming events there, Bruce? I don't think we do other than... No, I'm, I can't think of anything. Look, there's a couple of tournaments in my area, but they will, they're actually happening this weekend, so there's no point really mentioning that. Uh, the fortnightly games of Wild West Exodus is still continuing. Um, Infinity is still being played on Thursday nights. Um, if you want to play 40K, you can pretty much find a game of that whenever you want because it's one of those games. Um, if you're in the Victorian area and want to find out what usually happens on what nights, reach out and I'll let you know. Um, otherwise, play more games. And if you're in my area and I don't know you and you're listening to this, reach out to me because I'm I'm shocked. <laughs> People don't live in your area. They just exist. No, I, I go to urbandictionary.com and then and look up Wyoming and their entry in the in Urban Dictionary says Wyoming is a fictional state and anyone who says they're there is just implanted me- uh, memories by the government and it's it's all a conspiracy theory. So it's it's like the um it's like the um the theory on Australia. Australia mm. doesn't exist. It's it, it's all. It's, Except, except Australia, you know, actually probably has more validity than Wyoming. Oh my god, I love this! I'm reading this now. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link here. So, with that, I'm going to play this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at Soundimage.org.